0: if you understand that how you train your body and your like in your back and your shoulders and and your glutes, my God, we can talk about glutes on this forever about how important it is for glute strength in a man. But regardless, if you understand how to train your glutes and your posterior chain and your shoulders, it directly translates into better posture. You now look like an athlete, whether you're an athlete or not. And to me, you're holding yourself with a lot more confidence. And that to me is so attractive.
1: Now I'm on a mission to help men thrive mentally, emotionally, physically, and sexually in their relationships with themselves and with women. So stay tuned and see how my passion can help you as a man. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode on the What I Love About Men podcast. In today's episode, I brought on my friend Christy. She's one of my good friends and we talk about fitness and not just exercises you can do, but the importance of fitness and the attraction that comes with you getting starting a fitness regimen and sticking to it and the mental importance of that the physical importance when it comes to mobility when it comes to posture when it comes to that body mind connection so we really dig deep on it and what's what's really exciting about this episode what i love about it she has a background in the medical field, and she also has been a fitness trainer for a very long time. I'm NASM certified. I have been coaching clients for like five years, and I'm very passionate about fitness. So is she. We're both women. We both have very unique perspectives around fitness and our experiences with men, uh, working with men in fitness. So it was just, it's just an awesome conversation. You need to listen to it. I'm just going to introduce you to Christy, and we'll take it from there. So, Christy Nelson is an orthopedic trauma physician assistant, as well as a health and fitness coach. She's been in the industry for over 10 years and focuses her career on bridging the gap between medicine and the fitness community. She focuses on joint mobility and stability, strength, and sustainable healthy lifestyle. So, before I bring on Christy to the show, just look at the show notes, guys, after this episode, and if you are interested in working with Christy or... Maybe you have a question for her in regards to, you know, mobility or your joints or living a healthy lifestyle, sports medicine, injury, anything like that, she wants you guys to know you can reach out with any questions. So I am leaving her, her email in the show notes. And without further ado, here's Christy. Christy, welcome to the show. So happy to have you on. Yeah, thanks for inviting me, Seth. I'm excited to be here for sure. Cool. I'm excited to have you. And guys, just so that you know, Christy and I go back about probably five
0: years we met. Yeah, a while ago, I think. So I don't even know.
1: Yeah, and she's, she's on the East Coast, but about to be near the West Coast. So we're very excited to rekindle our relationship. And yeah, you're just an awesome friend. You're just one of those people where it's like, we don't have to talk all the time. But when we do talk, it's like, this girl gets me.
0: Yeah, pop in and say, how you doing? It's good. It's nice. Well, I think we relate on a lot of things. So like, you know, we have a lot in common and similar personalities. And I think when you have friends like that, when you pop back in and like, hey, how are you? It's like, nice, you know?
1: Yeah, you just pick up where you left off. Yeah. And I think this is a great conversation to start for the guys just because you and I met at Lifetime, which is yeah. a gym that we... um Yeah. That we spent a lot of time at (laughs) and we have a lot of opinions around fitness because you coming from, you know, you being a trauma physician assistant right now and just big in the medical field, um, big on sports medicine, all that stuff. Like you're very passionate about this stuff. And even just what you're posting on Instagram all the time, like you're always working it. You're always staying fit and healthy and just sharing your knowledge, which is so valuable. And you're just so kind about it too. I thought you'd be like the best person to come on here. And just help the guys understand the importance of fitness. And then I can throw my two cents in as well being that I've been in the fitness world for like five years teaching yoga and training clients. So I think it's just both of our energies and just positivity and warmth, I think is just a great way to share with the guys the importance of fitness and health.
0: Yeah, totally. I I couldn't have said it better, but I'm excited. And i think because I do love like health and fitness to me, it goes way outside of the gym. And I think having a medical degree definitely, um, like reassures what I love about health and fitness and how valuable I think it is to adopt into your life. Um, and obviously it's, you know, being having like being a health and fitness coach now a long time ago when I first started getting into um, personal training things I never thought I would still be with it during my medical career but I love it so much and I think it correlates so much to ultimate health not just now but also in the future and like as we get older and um, obviously in our relationships how important it kind of really ends up being um, in the long run so yeah thanks for having me I'm excited for yeah. sure.
1: And I love that you started there because I think that's such a great point to talk about, um, which we mentioned, you know, before we started recording, we were talking about longevity and how not enough guys pay attention to the longevity of, you know, their health and they'll just be like, oh, I can eat, I can eat burgers and fries and I'm not gaining weight. So, you know, if I look good, what's, what's the big deal? And like, what would you say to guys who have that thought process?
0: Sure. I mean, I'm definitely, I don't want to get the wrong impression. I'm, I love food. I love all kinds of food. I love a good burger and a beer and a go out um, and all kinds of cuisines. And I think that's really important. I actually find it very attractive when a guy has a diverse palate um, and wants to go try new stuff. Uh, but I think um, we're, aside from how you look uh, or how a guy would look, if they're just eating burgers and fries and like stuff like that, honestly, what I'd call like shit, like, you know, indulging meals, um, to me, it's just not really attractive. Even if they have a six pack, it doesn't matter. I think, um, understanding what I've been educated on and seeing how our kind of what we have dietarily impacts our kind of, you know, our health in the future when we're older and heart disease and things like that. Um, To me, it's really important that a guy will be happy to go get like a burger and a beer and go watch some sports and stuff like that. But when he's cooking at home, is he being more conscious? Is he making sure he's getting the right kind of micronutrients and thinking about how he can fuel his body and be optimal and feel good? Because we've all know that when you're eating well, you feel even better. And I think that's like something that's so important to me is, you know, especially if it's I'm dating someone and then I see myself with them for the future. I want to know that they're actually thinking ahead. Like I don't want to have heart disease and Alzheimer's from smoking so much weed or whatever it is like my entire life, you know? Um, I think there's a place to indulge and have fun, but it really is important to, I don't know kind of reel it in and and focus on your health as well for sure.
1: Yeah. And I love that point. And something really great that the guys can take from this right now is that women aren't necessarily after just the six pack. And I think so many guys think that they're like, oh you want me to look like that and have a six pack. And we're like, it's not about the ultimate look. Cause as you just said, like it's attractive when guys put the proper food in their body for the majority of the time. You know, it's fine to like pig out once in a while but like if you're constantly eating shit regardless of the six pack we're not attracted to you so therefore it's not about the exterior look you know it's it's not about that it's about are you a man who takes care of himself like that's the most attractive part about it and it just so happens that men who do take care of themselves do have six packs or look look more fit than the guys who don't but for even those who who do look really good but eat like shit they're just they're not on the same level of attraction and that's I feel the same way. So that's really an interesting point.
0: Yeah, totally. I think obviously, like, I'm not, we're not gonna pretend it's not when you have a good body, it, obviously, it's attractive to say that that doesn't matter, I think is lying. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Um, I think outside of that, you know, I've definitely dated guys in the past that weren't, um, you know, really tall and super shredded, but they really took care of themselves. And I think, first you could see that they are like feeling yourselves well and focusing on like drinking water and recovery and not drinking alcohol every night and just being, you know, really conscious about what they're doing. To me, that is kind of a huge step. And, you know, for me, if you have kind of the intention on taking care of yourself, um, that goes way further than whatever you really look like aesthetically, you know, I think knowing that, how you take care of yourself. No, it's a little cliche, but how you take care of yourself, I think will show how you'll take care of me in the future. Now, I don't need you to take care of me. I'm not that kind of personality, but just if, you know, if this does go in the long run and we're married and kids, like, are you going to care about, you know, how I'm eating and how our family's eating and how healthy we are and, you know, living our best life or, and and I think that really does translate into how you take care of yourself. Um, You know, I'm 28 and like, I'm not here for the like college, you know, like drinking and eating all the time, like going out with your buddies and stuff like that is very different. But just that attitude is like, I'm just, I'm not here for that anymore. You know?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I love that. And it's really like, I had something to say about the point you just made. What did you just, what did you say right before?
0: I talked about like the kind of the college mentality, like I'm. The first college that. mentality. And um, shoot, I'm really bad at this.
1: <laughs> Damn it. I had a really good point and I lost it. Um, yeah, I think like. Yeah, going back to, oh yeah, going back to you saying that I don't need you to take care of me. Um, that's a really great point because it does, we do have this feeling as a woman to like want to be cared for or want to know that he can take care of us if we need yeah. him. And I think that's the whole point. It's like, I don't need you to, but like maybe sometimes I do. I don't know. Like, I don't want you to think like every day is like you taking care of me and doing everything for me. But like when I'm in a time of need, when I got kids running around and like, I need to do this, like, am I going to have to question whether my husband is going to live to a certain age because of his diet, like, like, I don't have to worry about that, you know, and, you know, what if I need him, and he has no energy, because he eats crap all day, and just like what you're saying, like, it totally translates into so many other areas of life when you eat like shit, because... You know your your sex life goes down. Like your your stuff doesn't work as well. I know that for a fact. Cause I talk to guys who are, are on poor diets and they have trouble getting it up, which is a real thing. Um,
0: energy's lower for sure. Energy is
1: lower. You're not feeling as confident, and that that shows how you relate to your partner. You know, it's just you're not in, as enthusiastic about things. Like you lose that passion about life when you're when you start feeling down about yourself and your body and. It's just it goes down so many different areas when you when you eat like shit, and it doesn't even mean you have to look worse, like for that to happen. Simply by putting certain or lack of nutrients in your body really changes your your mental your mental state overall.
0: Yeah, a hundred percent. And i I find that kind of like a and if and it's okay if you don't know it, like if you don't know, but you're open to my perspective on things and learning why it's important to take, you know, certain micronutrients and making sure you're having adequate amount of, you know, different things which you don't have to go into. But if you're open to learning, that's also like a huge thing, you know, Mm -hmm. if like you start dating and a guy was like, Oh no. And like really judgmental because I actually care about what I eat during the week, but then I go out and enjoy myself on the weekend. But if he's weird about that, but he's unwilling to learn why, then that's just, that's like a huge red flag, you know? But if you're like, mm-hmm. Oh, Chrissy, like, why do you love that so much? Why are you like, why do you have, make sure you have a green supplement if you're not getting all veggies in and you want to know why that's like a huge thing. Like, actually, like I think one of the most, this, this is a side note, but I think one of the most attractive things a man can do is get interested in any kind of question about you just why do you like in a nice way obviously like yeah. why are you doing that like what's the thought process behind it what like what do you love about your health and fitness what like you know it like they want to understand you and understand why you do things and i think even if it's not your cup of tea right away but you're show that you're interested in those things it's like it's amazing it's like i don't know i just think it's one of the best things you can do so if you're going on a date ask her. Mm-hmm. I always make a joke. Like it's that uh, might, you might think it's weird to ask 21 questions like that, uh, like saying, like <laughs> yeah. do it. Like honestly that, I think that's one of the most attractive things a like, I can do is ask you a lot of questions. Mm-hmm. I love
1: that. I love everything you just said. I'm like sitting over here smiling my ass off. Cause it's so true. And I think like, I think where guys get just to like, take this into the question thing really quick. Cause I know guys are going to have like, Oh well, I don't want to interview her, because guys will always say that and they'll be like, she like women don't want to be interviewed, and that's just this ongoing thing. It's not about an interview, it's about asking a question, hearing her answer, and then asking another question based on her answer. An interview interview is a bunch of questions that don't really relate to each other, and that's when it feels weird, and that's when she feels weird, because there's no like flow to it. You're just like, all right, you're nervous, and you're just like, I'll ask this question. Now I'll ask this question. Like get interested in her. And I love how you said that's so attractive. It's so sexy. It's so attractive. And I always say like the more, the more interested you are, the more interesting you are. So she will become more attracted to you by you being more interested in what she's doing.
0: Yeah, a hundred percent. And if you're asking questions and you're not just thinking about my answer, but you're thinking about the context to it, like, you know, Mm. versus just asking like, you know, random questions is obviously weird, but if they kind of translate and then they relate to things about you too, it's like, so I think questions are just a great way to be that. And if a, I think of a woman's weirded out by you asking questions, first of all, there's something going on with over where she is, because I can't ever imagine that being, it's not like you're like, where do you live? Like, what's t- <laughs> like, what time you go to work? Like whatever, you know, like you're not like that, but just- asking about like what lights their fire or what they're excited about or what their hobbies are. And like, you know, honestly, even personal questions, like how did, like, I lived in New York City for a while. Like, how did you end up in New York? Like, you know, and then I started talking about my family and then you're like, Oh, are you really close with your family? Like questions like that to me are like a plus, like I <laughs> love those questions. So anyway, I agree. I totally agree. And I think too, sorry, side note, but if you're not as confident in the world of health and fitness, like maybe you work out a couple of times, it's not quite your thing. And then here you are on a date with a chick that's like super fit and went into it and you're like getting all self-conscious or something like that. But you're no one will be, find that unattractive if you're actually inquisitive and learning more about it and like asking mm-hmm. them about it. You know, it's one thing if you just like, oh, like you're clearly jacked and I'm not bringing up that you're into health and fitness like to me that's a weird thing I'd rather you say like what do you love to do how do you love to work out like you know exactly. like maybe we could work out together sometime or go on a hike or something like that like that to me far surpasses if you actually are a gym rat or not you know mm.
1: I love the wow you're on fire right now. <laughs>
0: Sorry, I was thinking about it so oh, good like.
1: I love that because yeah it's it's totally about like just showing that you want to be part of that. Because if you see that's a big part of her life, then just take initiative and and ask your questions about it and get curious because that, that's the best way you can start incorporating that into your own life and find that connection with her. Because chances are, if she is very fit, she's going to want a guy who's at least remotely fit like and at least prioritizes yeah. it a little bit. I know for me, that's one of my main relationship values is you need to prioritize your health. And if not, buy. Like I can't be yeah. with someone who doesn't prioritize that
0: just because it's so important to me. Yeah. Or, and if you're new to the game, that's fine too. We all started somewhere. Anyone yeah. like, if it interested, wouldn't be awesome. like if he was interested and like
1: wanted to make it a priority that would count like simple. interest. hundred percent.
0: Yeah. I think, um, and kind of like moving on to something else I think is really important, like similar, but not just what you're eating, but when I, when you look at a guy, whether he's super jacked or ripped or not, it's very, um, that doesn't matter as much as how they hold themselves. So one of the things I really focus on in like my fitness training and my kind of sports medicine and helping people with or without injuries, understanding how important posture is, it directly correlates to how confident you come across. And also if you're you can really, if you're a guy that sits with poor posture, and I don't mean perfect posture. I don't mean like sitting at the dining room table all the time. But if you're innately like have good posture and hold yourself high, I am automatically much more attracted to you because it shows a sense of confidence, whether you're super confident guy or not. It's just that you hold yourself well. And when you do exercise and really understand what it means to have good posture and body alignment and things like that, it automatically shifts how you look. So one of my favorite things to do when I work with clients, especially male clients is I really focus on kind of their posture and their shoulder stacking and really getting them interested in like kind of developing a, 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 a not just broader back, but just an aligned back, if that makes sense, like your spinal alignment and automatically they look like an athlete. Like if you can just mm. figure out that posture and training in the correct way, not just trying to get jacked arms, but if, and huge traps, like, no. But if you understand that, how you, Train your body and your like in your back and your shoulders and and your glutes. My God, we can talk about glutes on this forever yeah, about indeed. how important it is for glute strength in a man. But regardless, if you understand how to train your glutes and your posterior chain and your shoulders, it directly translates into better posture. You now look like an athlete, whether you're an athlete or not. And to me, you're holding yourself with a lot more confidence, and that to me is so attractive. Like. I don't care if you have a six pack, but if you hold yourself strong and focus on training your entire body and understanding why you're doing it to be athletic and functional and you be able to, you know, go hike with me for eight miles or, you know, deadlift or just like carrying yourself every day, you know, to me, that's a huge thing. It's not necessarily how you look, it's how, what you're doing physically translates to taking care of your body because when you're in good alignment and good posture you're way less at risk for injuries and all kinds of stuff too so i know that was a little bit of a rant but i think i love that understanding why you're training and focusing on your posture first and foremost will automatically make you look more like an athlete because if you've ever looked at athletes they're all have great posture and big glutes like baseball basketball there's this whole cool study on it which i don't really have to go into but Essentially, I just will because I love it so much. Um, (laughs) Essentially, there's this study, and they took MVP, so major athletes, like the top of their, you know, the top athletes in different um, in different sports, and they measured their like glute size in regards to their athletic performance, and it like directly correlates. So whether you're a golfer, you're a play basketball, you play football um, I forgot what about soccer. It just shows that, it, and your glutes are so important. I don't like sure a, nice, a big, nice, butt's attractive, but I mean, if you understand that training glutes directly correlates to your athleticism, to your way your body functions. And I can tell that based on looking at how you exercise or based on looking how you carry yourself to me, like you've just that's so attractive. I don't care if you're 200 pounds or 180 pounds, but if you you know, think of your body inclusively and functionally. I'm like all in, you know? Yeah. yeah. Sorry. That was a lot, but I just find it really, and most guys love that. Cause they can't even believe what I'm talking about. Cause all they want to train is like arms and whatever else they want to do. Shoulders and arms and chest. And like, I'm like, okay, that's great. But yeah. Why was that the main correlation? Is it because that's like the, the your trunk, like part of your. Sure. Um, so a lot of our, okay, I'm trying to trying to say this, it's not too sciencey. So a lot of your momentum, so your hips and your glutes provide a lot of torque. And torque is essentially like um, momentum through our body. So you have a lot more um, power and torque through your glutes based on size, right? A bigger muscle is a stronger muscle for the most part. So um, it directly correlates into their ability to like hip extend, and that's so functional in a lot of sports. Does that mm-hmm. kind of make sense? Like rotating your hips, or driving forward, or standing tall, or jumping explosively, your glutes are a huge part of all, like probably the predominant muscle in almost all of that. So, anyway, mm-hmm. it's just kind of cool. So, if you got if you train guys, you're going to the gym. Train your glutes. I don't care. It's attractive if you're doing, like, hip bridges and clamshells as a guy. It's not a girly exercise. It's actually Yeah. Attractive. I hate when they think
1: it's girly or weird.
0: Yeah. What? Like,
1: what are you self-conscious so about? <laughs> Build you're your butt and drinky. don't
0: give a fuck. That's <laughs> right. It's also really attractive.
1: Yeah, it is. Guys with nice butts. I was not into guys with nice butts when I was young. And then, like, as I got older, I was like, wait, a nice butt on a guy is nice. Oh. <laughs> There's probably that that biological just understanding of, like, you know, he has better posture
0: when he has stronger glutes. a oh, 100%. Better. I mean, it it dictates the alignment of your spine, too. Yeah, I can you tell. Like so one of my things I always focus on with clients with any type of, like, not great posture or shoulder um, tears or, like, any, like, cervical spine or low back injuries or anything like that automatically I bring up their glutes and work on their, the way they stack their shoulders. That's like first and foremost. And when I, I have, you could call clients and they, it like honestly changes their life. Guys are like, Oh my God, look, I look so much more jacked and like all this stuff. I'm like, and we haven't even been focusing on hypertrophy and growing. We're just focusing on holding your body the right way Mm -hmm. and it changes their life. And it, i I mean, I don't, I don't find my clients attractive. Like I don't cross that line, but like, from a not personal perspective, to me, they went from being not attractive to actually attractive just based Mm -hmm. on the way they carry themselves now. And they look because of the way they hold their head up and kind of the way they train their bodies as a whole and functionally, you know, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. grow your butts guys. (laughs) Grow your butt.
1: That's so cool. Um, and okay. So let's, can you give the guys like more, First well first let's cover like what does what does like the average guy need to do in terms of fitness and health in order to in order to maintain just a good health regimen that's like okay well what's like the minimum i need to do just so that the guys know like what should i at least be doing to to live a a good healthy life and show that i care about myself and to you know have that stable you know, when it comes to longevity, just feeling like confident in the yeah themselves. and That's foundational team routine look like.
0: Oh, I mean, I really believe, I truly believe that what you do in terms of health and fitness, everyone has to start somewhere, and it's not always easy at first. But you should find something you love. So if you love it and you're going to stick with it, and you're going to be fifty doing it, I'm happy. Um, but I think the kind of fundamentals that I would preach to anyone is strength training. It doesn't have to be forever. 45 minutes is fine. You know, two or three times a week. And it could be just understanding alignment and functional strength training. It doesn't necessarily have to be like chest pressing or doing really like, you know, the gym doesn't have to be your life. But I think understanding the importance of like doing some strength training to stabilize your joints and understand how your body works functionally and carrying that three times a week is really important. Um, And then also most guys, so not all guys are athletic. So, I understand that. But if you are and like love to play basketball with your buddies or, you know, just like anything like that once a week, I think that's also super attractive. Like if you're going to say like, let's join an intramural volleyball team and do that together or on your own. I think anything fun and sports related is such a great, um, like kind of margin for fitness because it's getting your aerobic capacity up and, you know, you're training in different directions and, and laterally, which is something that's really important for our bodies as well. Like we move every day forward and back up and down, but we rarely are moving laterally unless we're intentionally doing that. So I think if a guy were to like strength train two or three days a week, um, and then, you know, does some like cool, like plays basketball or swims or something cool like that. And then maybe on the weekend once, well, I'm a big hiker. So on the weekend, if you want to go on a hike with me or go on a walk or run for a little bit, that's up to you. But I don't believe you should be doing like anything crazy that you don't love to do, essentially, Mm -hmm. you know?
1: I like that. So just start with what you love and just do it consistently.
0: You said like, start with three days a week. Yeah, sure. Or, or, anything if you're going to start with anything start with one or two I think you can you can do a lot and and you can do them at home you know there's great programs out there but definitely focus on ones that teach you how to line your joints first like don't just jump into the easy bicep curls like where I absolutely believe if you're really new into the fitness community and you can afford it, you should definitely look at working with a very well-educated trainer, like one that really understands the fundamentals of stability and, and, um, you know, has a good rep- reputation just because, they're going to not try to kick your ass every session. They're going to actually try to improve your yeah.
1: There's body. a lot of bad trainers out there who right away just want to throw weights on you. And it's like, some people are not ready for that. And even if they want that as a trainer, you should know they're not, their body's not ready. And so you just really have to be aware of who you start working with and make sure that they're not about ego and that they're more about your health and your alignment and appropriate. A
0: hundred percent. So if I think if, definitely starting like spending some money and maybe do a package with them. And for the first couple of months, getting really interested in that will set you up to win in the long run because then you can progress well and, and have really stable joints and understanding your range of motion and fi- fixing imbalances like left to right imbalances, like a trainer working with that and starting there is so important if you have the ability to do it. If not, there's a ton of stuff out there on YouTube and Instagram, um, I focus a lot on that on my channel too. So if you ever had questions, you could reach out. And I I do like a lot of video um, assessments and right mobility and functional stability programs as well. I'm not trying to like, just, I'm just an example of what there yeah. is out there is yeah, what I'm it, girl. Yeah. Yeah. You like, I don't have it for me. Yeah. But there's a lot of great resources out there and people are realizing how to take care of your body and having an orthopedic perspective, that stuff's so critical. So start there, do something you love once a week, do a little walking or something a little active once a week. And that's a great place to start. And it it will you'll start to love it and you'll want to do more of it. Like when you're fueling your body and taking care of it and seeing progress, like, dude, you're going to want to do it. <laughs> you know, it's going to yeah. become something you love. And if it isn't, it's okay too, you know, but it, yeah. most of the time it will be, you know? Yeah. And I love that last
1: point too, is like just as much as it's important to do things you love, it's also important to do things you don't love, but know they're good for you. And I think, you know, that's something you don't want to face. And, and it's just, you know, cause I had a client who was like, well, I don't enjoy this. I don't enjoy doing this. And I want to live a life I enjoy. And I said, well, do you enjoy being sluggish or having brain fog or, you know, not feeling good in your body because you have some weight to lose? Like, do you enjoy that? Because that's really, think of what you're really trading here. Like, and no one ever regrets a workout, right? So it's like, you'll get those endorphins running as soon as you do it. It will become a healthy, Addiction, hopefully. I think I have a very healthy addiction to fitness and just taking care of myself. And, you know, with what you're talking about, alignment, I think that really, as I said, increases your proprioception of understanding your body. And I think the more understanding we have of our body, even joint wise and face wise, it brings confidence to us. It's like, I know myself. And there's so many people out there who are like, I feel like I don't even know who I am or like, I need to work on myself. And a lot of that, I think, comes from working on your health and fitness and taking care of the one body you get for this life. And, you know, you get one, take good care of it. And the more you understand it, the more you do know yourself because everything translates physically to mentally.
0: Yeah. A hundred percent. I definitely agree with all of that for sure. Yeah. And build your glutes. (laughs) I build your glutes. (laughs) I'll make that point after each thing.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So there's something like we definitely mentioned how, how important it is i mean so far we talked about fitness being important not just to gain muscle or not not just to look amazing but to but to feel great and to show your partner that you care about yourself and that you care about your future family or your family and that's you know that's something that's very attractive and then we talked about the importance of building your glutes um increasing your posture what's something that what's something the guys can do to help them um, improve their posture on a day to day basis? Like say they do have really poor posture and they know it, what's something that can get them? And I know like fitness starting to work out can help,
0: but what's, is there like a posture exercise? Yeah, sure. Um, so it's kind of a hard question because every body is different. So there's um, people with poor posture, um, it can translate. So let's say you work from a desk all the time. Getting a standing desk and adjusting the height so you're never looking down at your computer is like first and foremost, an amazing thing to do. And a lot of guys are working from home now. So you should have different areas in your home where you can sit and do work. Some of them where you're standing and you're, and you're, um, it should be very comfortable. Like your shoulders shouldn't be up by your ears and you also shouldn't be looking down over the computer, you should be able to be in like a nice seated seated position and providing any like lumbar support when you sit, I think is really important. Um, and that might seem small, but that is huge. I have some clients that work from home, like exact same situation and it changed their life literally. Um, also, so to be honest, bringing up your glutes is a very, very important thing for your posture. I'm I'm not even just saying that anymore. Um, the joke's kind of over, but really training your glutes and doing bridges and hinge work and good mornings or deadlifts and things like that are understanding how to stack properly while doing that, I think is really important. And then, um, can you, can you repeat those exercises so the guys can research them on YouTube? Oh yeah, sure. So, um, First thing is fix your work zone, however, you're sitting all the time, right? Um, tr- different levels. And then some good exercises would be hinging, which is when you forward fold at the waist and then bring your hips forward, that hinge kind of deadlift movement. So you can bridge on the ground, um, you can do some deadlifts, you can do good mornings, which is where the load is on your back and you're forward folding and then standing tall. Um, or banded hinges where you put a band at your waist and kind of forward fold and then drive your hips forward and sit tall. So I can, I don't know, Steph, I can write them down and send them to you or something like that. But those are some great things for anyone for posture, men or women. Um, and then the other thing is a lot of guys tend to have really tight chests, um, especially if you tend to have a rounded upper back. Um, a lot of times your chest and muscles in through your neck and your chest are very tight. Um, so, and people think, okay, well I'll just do like reverse flies and it'll fix it, but that's not actually the case. So I think stretching through your chest a lot, like, um, either doorway stretch or foam rolling through your chest and, um, some yoga, things like that, that opens up your chest, training your glutes is a great place to start. And only then would I actually get interested in like exercises for your shoulders and your back. Like maybe then I understand like shoulder stability and rotator cuff stability and do kind of like work, you know, movements like that. Um, But that would only be after I've managed how you sit all day long, training your glutes and stacking your hips to your shoulders properly while you hinge and then opening up the chest that's kind of where i would i would start with kind of any person with like a forward rounded shoulders and i wish you guys could see cuz it's a podcast but like it literally will take you from this like not attractive kind of forward slumping yeah, yeah. shoulder and if you manage that well and your shoulders come like back and stack where they're supposed to be you now look broader and you look way more athletic like everything just looks better so that's kind of I guess a little homework I would suggest for sure. So, um, I don't know, do you write show notes sometimes stuff that I could text you some of the, or like, yeah, or yeah, we, share some stuff in the
1: description because I also want to share the your, your Instagram. Cause I know you do have a lot of mobility,
0: um, videos and information out there, which would help. Yeah, me. totally. And I'll write some of those down so we can, um, like yeah. or links or something. So it's a little bit more helpful.
1: Yeah. Yeah, totally. And I love that you mentioned how stretching, how important stretching is because so many guys never want to stretch simply because they're not good at it and they're so inflexible. But when you do gain flexibility, it's something you really don't want to lose and you want to keep up because as you said, like it prevents injury and it, it increases alignment or improves alignment. And yeah, guys, if you can even just do yoga and like once a week and stretch two minutes a day, like just take just make it a priority, like make your body a priority because it it matters. And it's a huge attraction shift when you do.
0: Yeah. I mean, NFL players do yoga all the time and that's not some like clickbait. Like it's literally important. And if you're like self-conscious about it at first, do 20 minutes once in a while at home in your apartment. It's really not a weird thing to do. And then eventually you'll feel confident enough to go do classes. But I have successfully Kind of, I can't say fixed because physically you can't really fix um, tears and things without like orthopedic surgery. But I have successfully worked around and stabilized the shoulder with actual injuries, based on proper stretching, mobility, and then stability. Like those things go so, so far and you'll get your life back. You won't have weird shoulder clicking sensations. You won't be afraid to water ski anymore or, you know, start doing some weird lateral raise and be, and, or, or some Olympic lifts and be worried that you're, shul- you're going to hurt your shoulder more. If you focus on those things and get interested in them, they will change not only how you look and feel, but they'll also change your performance for Sure you know, really focusing on your joint health is critical. And it's never too early to start. It's not something you have to start doing. Like the moment I fell in love with functional training and mobility, I wish I learned that 10 years ago. I've been doing this for a long time and I love to teach it and preach it. And it's because it's changed my life. I'm never injured. I never have neck spasms. I never have back pain. Like sometimes I'll, you know, get like the tension, like once in a while twinge or something like that. But I never am like out game like game over, out for down for the count for a while anymore. And I think it's just because I really focus on like joint health and stability and my body first and foremost. And then the aesthetics just come with it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I love that. And
1: and I just wanna re like when you know, when Christy says performance, guys don't think it's like, oh I'm not an athlete. I don't have to perform. Like this is about just day-to-day performance. Like this is just, this is picking up your kids. You know, this is getting into your car without having back pain or doing like, there's so many of you guys that struggle doing simple things because you have unnecessary pain that does not need to be there and can be solved very easily. If you just prioritize stretching posture and, and resistance training here and there.
0: Definitely. Definitely. I mean, like it's never fun putting a, tank of propane in your grill like it's heavy and it's a pain in the ass but like if you can prop like that's what i mean by performance it doesn't have to be like box squats or some olympic lifts or something it can also be what you're doing all the time you know um and day-to-day stuff as well um i find it so important so just starting slow like starting like we said strength training two or three times a week, you know, definitely doing some stretching or functional kind of mobility training in in there. Um, If yoga is too slow for you, mobility work, which is essentially like stretching, but for a shorter period of time, it has a different uh, kind of function to it um, is also really fun and a little more fast paced, but stuff like that. And then enjoying what you're doing, like playing something that gets you excited, I think is a great kind of place to start. Um, it sounds like a lot, but it's not, cause you only have to do it for 10 minutes once in a while and to really get the benefits, you know, of different things. Yeah. So, yeah,
1: totally. And I love that you mentioned like just having fun with it. Like I had a client who was trying to get, who was trying to get more walking in on a day to day. And he had like this I, I think he had like a goal to walk, just get more steps in. And he's like, I'm really trying to walk at least two times a day, just with COVID. I'm just always in the house, like working, sitting on my laptop. And I just want to be walking around more and moving more. And we went through a couple weeks where he's like, I'm like, did you do it? He's like, no. And then I'm like, all right, what like, it was like, when was the last time you played basketball? And he was like, it's actually, it's been a while. And I'm like, do you enjoy playing basketball? And he was like, yeah, I actually do. I actually have a lot of fun. I'm like, how much would that, would like, playing basketball for a half hour, be the equivalent of taking two short walks. And he's like, probably more. Cause like my heart rate would go up. I'd be more like, I'd be having fun. I'd stay out there longer. And I'm like, why don't we try that then? Why don't you just forget the walks, play basketball. And he got yeah, into basketball.
0: What? Just, or just go shoot some hoops on your own. Like you could just anything.
1: Yeah. yeah, no, that's what it was. He was like, I don't even have like someone to play with, but I could shoot hoops. And like, that would be fun enough for me and I could do it. And and he just started doing that. And it, he was so happy about it. Cause he's like, Oh, I started playing basketball again. Like, this is great. Like, and you know, and he's getting his movement in and it's just like, when you do have fun with it and you associate those positive emotions, you will want to do it. Like we only hate what we suck at. You know, that's really, I was told, I was told about that. Um, my coach told me that when it comes to sales, she's like, if you hate sales, it's because you suck at it. So just get better at it. So you don't hate it. And it's like, it's so true. It's like, that's with everything, right? You just want to build a, build a pattern of enjoying it, find a way to enjoy it for you. Cause everyone's different. Every body is different. And once you do find that joy in it, you'll want to keep doing it. And then you receive all the
0: benefits too. Yeah, for sure. I definitely hate running. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so, so, health and fitness coach hates running. Yeah. I mean, I don't I love it. I think it's good for you for sure. If you love running, I think you should do it. I think, it, you know, aggressive long-term running for many, many years can have detrimental effects on your joints and things like that. But if you're stabilizing and strength training and cross-training during running, running's an invaluable tool. It's so good for you. With that being said, when I – First of all, I'm in more shape and pick up running. So I like to do more sprints than long distance work and stuff like that. But when I start getting interested in running here and there and take the pressure off of it and say, oh, I'll go for a mile and maybe that turns into two miles and maybe that turns into four. Like once I start just kind of doing it once in a while and then you're like, wow, like proud of yourself for doing it, you definitely get more interested in it for sure. You know, Mm -hmm. I like the runner's high thing never happens for me, no matter how how hard I try. But But you know, so that's why I wouldn't say like you don't have to run to be fit. You know, you don't have yeah. to do those things. Um, you don't even have to do barbell work if you don't want to. I think um, resistance training has a, a. I don't think resistance training can be replaced. To be really frank, yeah. I think however you choose to do it, I don't see. Pick it up and put it down. <laughs> yeah, in studies and all kinds of things. But that means you can still do a lot of resistance training with your body and calisthenics and stuff like that is also really, really valuable. But finding something you love and trying the stuff you hate maybe once in a while, and you might learn to love it too. You know, like I hate to run five miles, but I will hike for 16 miles, no problem. So like, you just got to find what you love, you know? And I guess to like circle back in regards to dating too. Like if you're a I think if you're dating a girl, like, let's say you meet me and I'm, I love to hike long periods of time. And I also love to go to the gym, but that's maybe not exactly your forte, but you're like, Hey, I'd love to, you know, I'd love to, um, go on a hike with you. And we talk and you're like, well, I don't work out as much as you do, but maybe we could work out together sometime. I'm not going to be like, oh, you suck at this and you're bad at that and judging you for not knowing what I know. No. And I'm not even going to suggest or recommend things to you unless you ask for it. I'm not, you know, I'm not going to start criticizing and judging just the fact alone that you want to exercise and want to do something I love with me is like all I need, you know? And if you're open to trying new stuff and maybe the next time you want to do the same workout or whatever, like, I don't know. I think it's just a really, um, attractive thing. Um, to be interested in, even if you're nervous about not being good at it or it's not your thing yet, but if the girls is and you're interested or the other guys is and you're, they're interested in it, like just ask and be willing to try and look dumb and, and, and you probably won't because anyone who's well-educated and been in health and fitness for a long time and actually are confident in who they are will never judge someone for trying.
1: Yeah, never. no, definitely not. Definitely not. I think that's a great point, And I like that you tie that back. Yeah. And I think overall, like a point we made off of this recording was that when you challenge yourself physically, it translates to mentally raising the bar, like with yourself, with your goals, with your relationship, with just trying to be better, like a better person. And that really does come from, you know, physical fitness. And you just look at, you know, the dedication that it's, it's just what I find so cool about fitness is you can look at someone's body and know their level of personal dedication, like know what they're capable of. Like maybe that dedication isn't in all areas of their life, but you know their potential. And I think that's really cool to just like look at a body and just know like that person has discipline, you know, they are. So I and, think and, that's the immediate and they're like
0: tenacious, you know? Like I'm a very tenacious person and I'm out there to serve the world and get into the world and be interested in what I do. And I find that really attractive in someone else. And like you said, I think that's a good point. Like just seeing how you carry yourself and that you are looking to grow physically most of the time, I won't say all the time, most of the time, I'll know that you're tr- you're also willing to work on yourself mentally. Like you're trying to better who you are as a human and, and mental and physical strength are tied hand in hand. They are to me, they health is so much more than just what you look like and how you perform. There's so much to go with it. And most of the time, if someone is challenging themselves and pushing themselves in the gym or just doing the stuff like bridges on the ground where it's like a, you know, and and like a weird kind of not your traditional guy, just like whatever. I know that they're, they're always challenging themselves and they have goals set for themselves. And, um, I'm always the kind of person, and I think a lot of women are, they always want to evolve and get and learn and grow in certain ways. And if you're growing physically and care about what you're doing and raising your bar higher physically, then you most likely are also raising your heart higher mentally, you know mm-hmm. um, because that 's why most people have fallen into the gym it 's for you know stress relief and and confidence building and feeling good and I think that really translates for sure,
1: yeah, and I think it's like just understanding that that there is such a strong body mind connection it goes both ways it's like if you're if you want to get stronger mentally, get in the gym if you want to get stronger. You know, physically, like you can like work on your mental strength and start reading more books, and you know, push yourself doing things that you don't really feel like doing, or do another, you know, do one more hour of work. Then, even though you said you're only going to do so many hours, like push yourself a little more. And yeah. if they both go hand in hand, so when you're trying to get, if it's more physical or mental, like use the other, the other of the two to to help you, you know, strengthen. The other.
0: yeah, <laughs> the sense, you know. no, I know what you're saying they yeah. definitely go hand in hand, and just that you're interested, like your intention is on growing in any way, shape, or form, yeah. um, is re- you know, is really and improving. Um, I don't like the word improving. I think growing. I don't mean just physically. I mean like evolving it, is really attractive, and if you're putting in the work on your body, it's most likely you're putting in the work mentally too. Um, yeah, and you know. It's also like, I just find that like probably one of the most attractive things ever. Like I find it very attractive in a guy that's always challenging himself and raising the bar higher. And that doesn't mean he's always trying to be perfect or are trying to fit himself in this like perfect. Yeah. Yeah, like,
1: this isn't about being the perfect guy. Like we do we know you're human, we're human, we fuck up. We all do. It's just yeah, wanting, wanting to grow and evolve.
0: Yeah. A hundred percent. Yes. Like, yeah, there it's not at all trying to be perfect for her. It's just about, or for yourself, it's just about challenging yourself and always wanting to be better. So we're not the same person 20 years from now, four years from now. And I think that's how you can live life to your fullest. And I think by taking care of yourself physically and mentally, like those are, that's like the, I think that if you know, people always say like, what do you look for in a guy? Like I actually, if you have goals and you're challenging yourself and aspirations. And it doesn't have to be health and fitness. If you want to learn about finances and investing, or I don't know, cooking, I don't know, like whatever it is, you know, but if you're just always trying to learn new things or challenge yourself in the discipline, the area you're in, not just like sitting back and being like, yeah, I'm the shit at this, no matter how successful you are, that's automatically probably like the most attractive quality, I think, in a guy far, far more than how you look physically. And you know, Mm-hmm. But most of the time, successful men do take care of their bodies as well. And I think it's...
1: Because they know the value. And like, to, if you want to push forward with your with your mind and your goals, and you need the energy, you need, you know, you need to feel good in your body. You need the endorphins. You need those brain chemicals going so that you can deliver on your passion. Like, And I think that's why, you know, guys do take it so seriously. And everyone should take it seriously because you know like i said you have one body like your whole life you have one so like why not take care of it you know and if you had a million dollar racehorse what would you feed it right you know if if it was if it was worth something to you and it was you know making your life great how would you take care of that horse and a lot of people would say oh i take such good care of it and probably more care of it than they're taking care of themselves right now and it's like you are that million dollar horse like you have so much potential you have so much you know, that you can make out of your life, but you need to take care of the, the vehicle that you're using to get through the life.
0: Yeah, totally. And, and I, I think, um, I'll always be one to preach like self-love and, and as man or woman, self-love or whatever, gender, however you identify, loving who you are is very, very important. And no matter where you are on the stage, and that's something that's taken me very, very long to figure out for myself. And if you're not there, know that you're not alone because most people don't actually know how to do that. But loving who you are and being confident in who you are in your body in any stage does not mean like having goals and having fitness goals or having health and mental goals does not, you know... um, undermine the fact that you love yourself for who you are now. You can have both. And I, you know, I'm all about self-love and affirmations and all that. Sure. That's great. And how are you raising your bar higher every day? And I think you can actually have both. And as a guy, it's a harder conversation to have because women have these conversations more often, I think with themselves and with other women, but it's a normal conversation to have with a man as well. And, and, um, like, you know, it's okay to check yourself out. Isn't there some, like, crazy study that guys, like, check themselves out in the mirror, like, all the time? No? I
1: don't so? know. There I is hear that. that but like, I don't know, like, the specifics
0: of it, but I think I know what you're talking about. Like, yeah, like, guys innately tend to be more, like, like, you know, proud of. They'll Observing find a the little yeah. Lean muscle. Yeah, like, yeah, some, yeah, something yeah. like that. Um, and that stuff's important, too. Um, And own that and sit in that. But also how are you going to challenge yourself physically and mentally and and in so many ways and being able, you can do both, you know?
1: Mm -hmm. I love that. I love that you mentioned self-love because that needs to come, that needs to come first because you're not going to take care of a body you don't care about, you know? So it really is important to understand like, okay, why do I want to do this? Why is it important for me to make this a part of my life? And what can, you know, what can this bring into my life that I would, I would love to have or love to experience? And it's really just getting, you know, clear with yourself as to like why it's important to you and how you can make importance out of it. And then, you know, I always say like, I don't work out so that I can love myself more. Like I work out because I love myself. And the more I do love myself, the more I take care of myself. And it's really just, those go hand in hand. And I think, you know, to just stop and say, you know, I love myself. I don't have to do anything to my body. Like but show your body that you care. Like, I think it's, you know, if you really did love yourself, it would translate into you just trying, you know, it's not like you have to be perfect or you have to be really fit or you have to, you know, be an athlete. It's just keep trying, just keep getting up.
0: Yeah. And I think, I think also something really attractive is a guy that loves himself or who he is and is confident in who he is, but also, like has his own goals, but fundamentally is very confident in who he is to me is um, really important. You know, most, I'm not, I don't have like some degree in psychology or something like that, but most women, at least my clients and what I've learned over the years of doing this is Most of us are very insecure about our bodies and what we're doing. It's like a female phenomenon to be insecure and pick ourselves apart. And guys don't typically, some do, some guys do that as well. And it's more under the radar than we even can acknowledge, but most women do that. And, um, and, and one of the ways they work on that for themselves is they hopefully to a healthy level, get themselves interested in fitness and and things like that and health. um, but I think knowing a man has that quality for himself is also really attractive to me. So one of the most like, um, attractive things I think my boyfriend provides for me and, and is that he is very authentically himself and confident in who he is, but also knows he has a lot to work on and a lot to grow. Um, he takes on things in the world most, but but my point is, is he's, done the work to love who he is and also set goals for himself such that when I'm having a bad day, he is always like a rock for me. Like he'll motivate me and, you know, remind me of my own self love and, you know, give me permission to be myself or be upset about things or also keeps me in check when I ask him to, you know, like, you know, I, I just think it's really important and it's a very important quality. Um, of guys that are willing to, um, just have that conversation with themselves, because I know that they'll be there for me to have that conversation with them too, if that kind of makes sense,
1: yeah, yeah, I love that, yeah, so you guys can see like just based on this conversation how much just a basic physic uh fitness regimen can change your relationship with yourself with your partner with your confidence, you know the way you carry yourself around women if you haven't met a woman yet, um you know just pay attention and to how much you care about yourself and what you're doing to show that you care and just keep trying, you know, and, and keep growing. And I think, you know, if we're not growing, we're dying. I love that quote so much. Cause 100%. it's, it's I love so that true. Quote. Like happiness. I was telling my client this the other day, like he's, he's questioning things that make him happy. And he's like, I'm not sure if that this makes me happy. I'm just like questioning everything right now, emotionally. And I just said, well, does it make you grow? Like, does it make you move forward? And we just came up with a bunch of scenarios where he did move forward. And I said, did all of those make you happy? Are you secure in the fact that you can say that made you happy? And he's like, yes. And I'm like, it's because you'll always be happy when you're growing. Like, And if uh- you're staying stagnant and you're not moving, chances are you'll be depressed or you'll be feel deflated and feel uncertain. And it's just about, you know, you are good enough just as you are right now. And you can love yourself just as you are right now. But that doesn't mean you can't... in I was gonna say improve doesn't mean you can't move forward. It doesn't mean you can't grow into something, a new version of you that's that's just fresh and new and exciting. And you want all those emotions, so
0: go after that growth physically and mentally. totally. Well said, for sure. If you're not growing, you're dying. And you know, you can take that doesn't always have to be an extreme. It could be in a small way or a large way. But taking on, I guess, taking on who you are, your health and fitness, and growing in that aspect will translate into your success and your career and your relationships and who you are and how you feel about yourself. And I don't just mean like, uh, you know, intimate relationships. I mean, like relationships with your brothers, your sister, your parents, yeah. your friends, yeah. like your when boss,
1: you, you're trying to get a raise. Like you got to say all man, like
0: <laughs> when you light a fire under your own ass. It lights fires under everyone else's too. Trust me. Like hmm. just being interested in those things is not just attract, like it's attractive, but also so self fulfilling and rewarding. And I guess that ultimately is why I think health and fitness and a guy that cares about those things is ultimate, like one of the most ultimate attractive qualities for me is because they, they understand that, you yeah. know, like, and it's such a big part of my life and something I believe wholeheartedly, um, and they understand that too. And, you know, you don't have to be great at it, but just willing to grow like, that's it just willing to try willing to grow willing to improve to some degree and wanting to do that with like on your own. And so you want to do that on your own. I'm already doing that on my own. And then we could do it together. Like that's amazing. You know, like what's yeah. more self-fulfilling in a relationship than that. So. Yeah. sure, Love that.
1: Love that. Christy. where can the guys find you for more information?
0: Um, sure. So uh, most of my work, I am working on a website, but most of my work right now is, uh, on Instagram. So what you see fit, um, like the letter C for Christy. Um, and then I also provide my email, um, out there. So should I say it or. Can you can you say, like it. I'm going
1: to put it in the show notes too.
0: Okay. Um, uh, my email is nelson.christy, C-H-R-I-S-T-I-E, Lynn, L-I-N at gmail.com. So Chris, so Lynn at gmail.com. And, um, I love when people reach out and ask any type of question and I really do my best to, um, answer and give direction and, you know, um, kind of guide you to maybe working with me or if guiding you to the right person or anything like that. Um, and and even if you're a guy and want to continue the conversation about implementing, um, kind of a, a beginner or intermediate or advanced health and fitness routine into your life and just kind of want to pick my brain about that. Um, I love to do that too. So
1: yeah. Cool. Thanks for offering that and sharing. Yeah. So sure. just to end it, we're going to end on your one piece of advice. If the guys just came on this podcast now and they heard one thing, what would, what is the most valuable piece of content you shared with them today? What
0: would you want them to definitely walk away with, not forget? Um, just to get interested in the fundamental and fitness for yourself. In your life and know that that will attract the right partner for you and that's a really important part of a partnership um is to serve yourself like mentally and physically and knowing that that is very attractive and the right partner will come because they'll see that in you
1: mm. love it thanks so much for being on christy love you you're amazing yeah it's been fun thanks so much steph All right, guys. Well, that was the episode. I hope you enjoyed that. I know I did. And just by conversing with Christy, I knew that it would be a great conversation for so many of you guys um, because I know this resonates with you based on what men have told me, based on what my current clients tell me. So I just really, I really hope that brought a lot of value to you. Also, just to remind you, the effective communication method, which is my signature 90-day course for men, has reopened for enrollment for another week or so. So I did put it on pause just with everything going on in the world right now. I have reopened enrollment and had another couple guys join on in. If you're struggling in your communication with your female partner and need to improve your listening skills or your boundary setting, or perspective shifting, seeing things from her point of view, and you know that these th- these things could make a major change in your relationship for the better, along with my support and accountability, then this is the best program for you. So hop on in. Um, if you're even interested, you could just message me and say, hey, I'm not sure if it's for me. I'm going to hop on a call and just talk to you about it. Not sure, but I'd love to talk to you further about it. That's fine that's fine guys. I just want to, I just want to help. I want to see if I can help you and how I can do that best. And I'm here for you. So yeah, as I said, I hope you enjoyed this episode. That is it. Have an amazing morning, evening, or night wherever you are in the world. And I'll talk to you guys soon.